July is coming to an end, and that brings with it the close of college basketball recruiting for the summer. So let's get caught up on the latest IU basketball recruiting news. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Monday, July 25th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. also want to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. July, as I said, coming to an end. The summer as a whole kind of coming to an end. With that brings the close of the college basketball recruiting window. So let's get caught up on what July has had in store for the Hoosiers, some things we might have missed. Try to see where IU stands with uh, a number of its top targets and top prospects in the 2023 class. No name is going to be bigger for IU, for Indiana, than Xavier Booker the gem of Indiana high school basketball recruiting. He's going to be the top prospect in Indiana this year. He's a four-star big man based on 247's composite rankings. A lot of places consider him a five-star prospect. He's the number four prospect in the 2023 class. He's he's a top-tier guy. I'm sure I don't need to explain to most of you who he is, uh, but he's a forward, a big man who can score in a variety of ways, whether off the dribble, showed some flashes from the three-point line, can score from the dunker spot, can score basically anywhere on the floor as a big man, and really exploded onto the scene this spring and summer. IU was a little behind the eight ball at the start of this. They had offered him, but they weren't really on the forefront, uh, this spring when he really popped and, and as I said, exploded onto the scene. So it's going to be interesting to see where the Hoosiers stand when Booker is set to cut his recruitment this week. Now, what does cut his recruitment mean? Nobody's really sure. He didn't give any insight into like, he's going to have a top five, a top eight, a top 10, whatever it is. He hasn't given any kind of insight what cutting his recruitment is going to be. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see where IU falls in that. Like I said, they haven't really been at the heart of it. Uh, Purdue, Michigan State, Notre Dame, those teams seem to be the ones that have gone the hardest after him. Um, but IU still in the mix, certainly so. Uh, Mike Woodson watched Xavier Booker this past weekend in person. Uh, so IU is still there. They're still focused on him. It's going to be a matter of, how far behind then they start? Will they be able to make up that ground? We'll get not just a sense. We'll know where IU stands in his recruitment this week uh, when he cuts his recruiting down or recruitment down, whatever that means. If IU's among those teams still included, uh, we'll know where the Hoosiers stand when it comes to recruiting Xavier Booker. Um, like I said, he's going to be the top prospect in Indiana. It's always great to see that player uh, that top prospect wearing cream and crimson. 
It's going to be Mike Woodson's challenge. It's been his challenge this summer, um, trying to play catch up. And if the Hoosiers make the cut, he's going to be spending the fall and the winter still doing the same. But boy, would I love to see Booker in a IU jersey. He's a, a modern big man that um, I don't think he's going to spend long in college basketball before he makes the jump to the NBA. But I would like that short stint uh, to be in Bloomington, as I think a lot of IU fans would be. Now, why Xavier Booker is the top-rated prospect, maybe the, the top prospect I use going hardest after is TJ Power. He's a name we've mentioned on here before uh, earlier in the summer. Power is a four-star wing, ranked number 53 in the class of 2023. He's listed on 247 Sports as a 6'8 power forward, but he's a guy with guard skills, great ball handling skills. Started off the summer kind of showcasing those ball handling, those playmaking those guard type skills, and then spent the latter part of the summer on kind of the EYBL circuit showing his jumper and showing just how good of a three point shot uh, he's had or he has. Uh, I think he's shooting over 40% in those EYBL games. Whatever value you want to put into AAU stats, I don't put hardly any at all into it, but it, I mean, it, it shows that he definitely has a jumper to go along with his ball handling. He really had a core group of, of schools. It seemed like it was going to be kind of a, a Notre Dame, Indiana, Iowa kind of battle for uh, power. Virginia had kind of gotten into the mix as well. Uh, you had some schools on the periphery, Boston College, Vatech, uh, Providence. But it really seemed like IU, Iowa, Notre Dame, Virginia were going to kind of battle it out for him until... The last week, the big boys entered the recruitment. Your Dukes, your UNCs, your Kansases, your UCLAs all offered him uh, in the last week or so. So it's going to be interesting to see how much those relationships built during the summer uh, matter versus those big-time blue bloods coming in late, getting those recruitments. Look, IU is making him a priority. IU is going after him. They were four deep. Uh, four coaches watched him at the Peach Jam last week, uh, at least to start it off. He's had an IU coach at I, almost every game he's played, uh, maybe exactly every game he's played this summer. IU has made him an absolute priority in recruiting. A super, super intriguing prospect as a, a big man with, with those guard skills. Um, you can see how that would be appealing, especially in a modern game, especially as it seems that Mike Woodson wants to space the floor out and play that kind of more modern game. You can see where he would fit with that. So I use made him a priority. It's just a matter of how much he values those kind of uh, relationships built early in the recruiting process versus those big, big name schools that we mentioned. And those guys coming in late, what he values more, uh, some value those relationships built. Others want to play at Cameron, uh, the Dean Smith Dome, the the Fog Allen, whatever it is. So we'll see where that stands with, with TJ Power. But those are the two biggest names the Hoosiers are going after this summer. They do have three guys coming in for visits this week. We'll get uh, the lowdown on each of those and see where IU stands with them here in a moment. But as the sun comes out, 
and small businesses are back in business. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Everybody has a LinkedIn. You can be you can reach out to those people. Uh, you add your job and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. It's simple tools like screening questions, making it easier to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. So why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your jobs for free. Terms and conditions will apply. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Apologies for no show last Friday. Uh, if I'm being honest, I was dealing with some of the, like the lingering effects of COVID. I think we're clear now. Uh, and this is an exciting week for those that missed it last week. We're going to be at Big Ten Media Day on Tuesday. So uh, tomorrow. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to have a special episode um, kind of previewing what to expect from Media Day, uh, when it, especially when it comes to IU. We'll be at Media Day. And then on Wednesday's episode, we're recapping Media Day. Uh, so a, a fun week, an exciting week in store for IU fans will be at Media Day uh, as college football is here. It is uh, kicking off, so we'll have all that coverage for you this week. So dive back onto the court, though, and the trio of players IU is going to have coming in this week. Start off with Jamie Kaiser. A four-star guard, ranked number 75 in the 2023 class. Another player that we've mentioned in the past. He's a shooter. Uh, he's someone who was a two-sport standout with basketball and football. Recently chose basketball over football kind of this summer uh, and has really excelled. Um, a lot of coaches believe that now that he's focused only on basketball, there's going to be more improvements to his game. So we'll see if those types of effects happen. But IU made up ground in recruiting when it came to Kaiser. Um, Maryland, Virginia, Wisconsin, even Harvard were, were kind of leading the charge. IU has soared in, really made him a priority. He's set to take his official visit to IU um, this week. And Mike Woodson, Kenya Hunter, Watched him in person this week as or this weekend, I should say, as well. Those guys were all over the country, uh, East Coast, West Coast, Wisconsin, I believe, is where Xavier Booker was. So they were all over the place watching uh, these recruits over the last week. Uh, he Kaiser, someone that's been kind of flying, maybe not flying, but certainly climbing up draft boards this spring and summer. He talked about his recruitment recently, his top five schools, which included IU. Uh, quote, they're pushing really hard. I talk to them multiple times a day. It's just awesome to hear from them. He transferred to, to IMG for his final year. IU has some type of connection there. That's where Tamar Bates came from. 
at least a little bit of a recent connection, maybe not as locked in as they are with Montverde, but certainly something there. Kaiser, though, someone Indiana's went after pretty strongly this summer. They're going to have him in for a visit this week. We'll see how those things shake out, but um, he is a shooter, and IU certainly needs shooting, uh, something they lack on the roster this year, uh, but it's something that they're going to continue to lack. So it, it makes sense going after Kaiser. Aaronton Page, another player coming in this week. He's a four-star center, number 56 in the 2023 class. He's a big man that, that finishes around the rim. He's not really someone that creates a ton for himself. A little different to someone like Booker, who is able to create off the dribble um, and get his own bucket. Page, not necessarily that type of, of player, uh, though that doesn't diminish what he does. It's just uh, he's someone that's a, a lot more of a finisher around the rim, can get rebounds, more of a physical body. Um, I use recruited him for a while before he was even nationally ranked, uh, before he entered the top 60, top almost 55 there uh, in the recruiting rankings. IU was already on him. So because of that, they kind of have an inside track, a relationship there that that you know is real because they they wanted you before you even had that that national ranking next to your name. So that matters. Uh, like I said, planning to take an official visit to IU uh, this week. Now it's going to be interesting. Um, he plays on the AAU team with good friend Isaiah Collier, point guard, and there's been some murmurs, some some belief though neither of them have certainly said anything that those two might be a package deal they might commit to play at a school together if that's the case i use probably not in the running there almost certainly not in the running if they want to go somewhere together takes out a couple schools in the recruitment um, people aren't really treating them as a package deal right now but seems to be something that could potentially happen as long as the two are separate uh, iu is going after page as a center for the future, a big man for the future, especially with Trace and Race almost certainly gone after this season. Uh, getting someone like Page in makes sense. Last player coming in this week, Deshaun Harris-Smith, a four-star guard, 54th in the class of 2023, just ahead of Page. He's, uh, he's more of a, a slashing playmaker uh, where someone like Kaiser is a shooter, uh, Harris Smith, he, he, it's not that he can't shoot. It's just not something he, he really does. He more looks to attack, um, drive and kick. He's a, a pretty good passer on those drive and kick situations can rebound exceptionally well for his size. Think it was something like six rebounds a game. He's averaging again, it's AAU, but for a guard like that to rebound like that, uh, is, is crazy good. So, um, an, an interesting prospect, more athletic, draws a lot of fouls, Those, that type of game style. IU made him a priority this summer. Uh, they've been at a lot of his events. They were also at the uh, Peach Jam. Deshaun Harris-Smith and TJ Power were both at the Peach Jam. So IU rolled up with uh, four coaches for both of those prospects, um, certainly putting an impetus on – how much they value these guys, how much they want them with the program. 
Uh, he's going to be in for an official visit. I use competing against Xavier Villanova, Maryland for his services, but I use done a lot to, to indicate that they are really high on him. So we'll see how much that matters. We'll see what, uh, happens on this official visit we've seen before uh, you get a player an official visit get them with uh, mike woodson and it's all set like it was with malik renault i don't necessarily expect any of that to happen with this 2023 class this week but you never know uh, it's going to be interesting to see as well how, how iu continues to recruit this 2023 class uh, they obviously have gabe cups and jakai newton already committed so we'll see uh, how many more they're going after and what type of guys are going after. Obviously, they're still going after guards, even though Newton and Cups are both guards. But we'll see if they might target some more big men as well. Let's do um, a little bit of a reaction to some of the latest whispers around IU basketball. We'll talk more in depth about that here in just one moment. So in, in doing some research for this, I was over at Peegs, which I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with. Um, in one of the kind of recruiting roundup posts at the bottom, there were some whispers about IU basketball. Um, I thought I, we could read some of them, react to them, uh, especially for those of you that stuck around for the end of this podcast. Uh, here's your little treat uh, behind the, I believe this was behind a paywall, so uh sharing some of this with you guys. One of the big things, it sounds like Malik Renault has been really, really good right out of the gate. So much so that if, if trace and race weren't uh, around, if I, you didn't have it as deep and um, experienced a front court, Malik would probably be starting in November. So a great, great early sign. I use going to have a, a really deep uh, front court with race, trace Malik, even Jordan Geronimo, who we talked about last week. Uh, it's going to be great to see all those guys um, filling in and playing big minutes in this season. Uh, gives IU lots of different looks, gives them depth, gives them just uh, more talent, which is something they lacked a lot last year. Uh, based on what has been kind of the vibes around the program, I guess, Starting lineup right now would be what you would expect. Xavier and Jalen hood Shafino in the backcourt. Race and Trace in the frontcourt. And then one of Miller Cop or Tamar Bates starting on the wing. Uh, not shocking. I would prefer Tamar Bates. I think for much of the season I, I made my thoughts on Miller Cop clear. Um, I thought he was kind of miscast in his position. Uh, especially when he wasn't knocking down threes. He, he really struggled. Excited to see what Tamar Bates could do. And it sounds like one of the big uh, kind of themes coming out of practices and workouts is the improved shooting of Jalen hood Shafino. So if he's able to knock down shots, uh, it really opens some things up. If Miller Cop can knock down shots, and he makes probably the, the most sense out of anyone, but boy, did he struggle to do that last year. Tamar Bates offers more kind of – versatility in scoring. He can get to the rim. He can knock down mid-range shots. He can create his own shot. Not really things you're going to get with Miller Cop. Um, you're kind of sacrificing. Ideally, 
with Tamar, you're getting more variety in your shots. With Miller, you're getting better long-range shooting. Uh, again, ideally, that's what you're getting. So it kind of depends on what IU wants and needs out of that last spot in that starting lineup. But not shocking, those are the names it seems to be coming down to right now. Um, the players that have made the biggest strides just kind of physically this offseason, um, there's been a, a number of them, but Tamar Bates and Miller Cop. Uh, are near the top of that list. Again, uh, the two guys fighting for that last spot. I thought that was one of the biggest things, and we talked about it. Tamar Bates needed to just get stronger and be able to absorb um, some of that contact and just get physically ready to play Big Ten basketball, something he struggled with last season. Uh, Miller Kopp, I, I don't really think it was anything about what kind of physical condition he was in, though it can't hurt to get bigger, faster, stronger. Uh, he certainly, uh, just like any other player, could use that, but uh, I I would think that would benefit Tamar Bates more to be born physical shape, to be able to avoid, or not avoid, but I guess absorb that, that kind of beating you just take in general in a, a Big Ten game. So uh, we'll see if that matters to each of them. Look, I know we're kind of comparing the two against each other when it comes to a starting spot. It's not a bad thing to have multiple guys like this. And if Tabarbitz is your sixth man next season, uh, there that's that's great. If it's certainly if it's a role he he would embrace because he can bring a scoring punch off the bench, and uh, that would be a role that I think would suit him really well, assuming it's one he would embrace. So, interesting notes coming out of Bloomington this summer and we're inching closer and closer to the start of the college basketball season. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back tomorrow to preview Big Ten Media Day. Now know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked on Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and the local experts of Locked on take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked on Big Ten your second listen Locked on Big Ten. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already, at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast. Helps us out a ton, as does leaving that quick rating and review. Most importantly, though, guys, have a great Monday. Hope your week starts off well in LEO.